Hello. Hello. How are you, Hazel? Okay. Well, that's a good thing. My name is Kim Ross Hollingsworth, and I am the founder of Arts and Authors Extravaganza and Book Builders Academy, and where we provide a platform for authors and artists to showcase and sell their work. Also, we help teach new and current authors how to write, publish, and market their book. And the purpose of this podcast is so that um, I can get to know a little bit more about our authors and artists that we either come in contact with or that grace the stage of the Arts and Authors Extravaganza. And uh, today we are featuring Hazel McGriff. She's a children's author. And Hazel, welcome. Can you Thank tell you us a little me. bit about yourself? Without yes. giving out too much information, because I got a bunch of questions to ask you. Okay. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me this evening on your podcast. And oh, yes, my you. name is Hazel McGriff, and I am a mother of two, married, and I am a new author. Actually, next month will be a year Black History Month. Yay, I'm so excited. I'm so excited that I will be a published author of not one, two, but three children's books. So I'm very excited about Congratulations. that. Congratulations. And that happened in within a year. So wow, that is so awesome. Well, what is the name of your three books that you have out so far? I'm glad that you asked. Yes. <laughs> I have my first book. My first children's book is called Young Buddy Arms. And Young Buddy Arms is about social distancing. That's my first book in a school environment. And along with Young Buddy Arms, I have an activity book called Young Buddy Arms Coloring and Activity Book. And it's about mask wearing for boys and girls doing different activities. And my third book, I'm very excited about this. This just recently came out in November and it's called We Did It, My Buddy Arms and Me. And that is about the vaccine hygiene manners and careers that boys and girls do when they get older and continuing social distancing. Wow, that's so beautiful. Now, I'm just looking at your demeanor. Your whole demeanor speaks teacher. What <laughs> grade yes. do you teach? Well, actually, I'm not a teacher, but I do work with educators. I oh. am administrative assistant. So many people think I'm a teacher. I know. I carry myself so well. Yes, you do. Yes, but I am an educator in education along with the other administrators, and I'm an admin assistant. I've been in a school district for about 21 years, and I enjoy what I do. I love God and serve people, and God is giving me this vision to write as opposed to just helping, not only helping the people in my immediate community, to help the world through my writing. That's a great thing. Now, I like the fact that, you know, you're teaching through your books, especially to, because you you said that you, um, you're, I think you said that you're, you, you, you 
work inside of an elementary school. Yes, I work in an elementary so, school. I hadn't always worked in an elementary school. I uh -huh. used to work at high school for 15 years and then I transferred over to the elementary school. And that's where the birth of the books came out of working it's, with elementary ideas for students. the books. So what was your, like, when you first wrote your book, what was, what was the influence or why, how did you come up with that first book? Okay. Yes. In the pandemic, when we went back to school in October, my manager, the principal, he wanted me to use my administrative roles to help the children be safe in our school environment. And immediately I was like, I couldn't say, well, I don't know what to do. I said, Lord, help me. And when he did, he told me to have the boys and girls stretch their little arms out. And that's where Young Buddy Arms came from. And we, I didn't know I was going to write a book, but that's how we moved around in the hallways, keeping the kids social distancing, getting them from their classroom to the cafeteria or to the gymnasium, because they all have to be, you know, separated. And they could relate to that by protecting their friend in front and in back. So that's why. I called the book Young Buddy Arms because they're protecting their little friends and not walking on top of each other. That was something they can understand. Oh, that's so nice. And um, so you came out with that first book. Now, what about your second book? Like, what was your influence uh, to write that book? Okay, well, the second book, I decided, okay, I have the elementary school book in a school setting. So there's some other things that maybe... I can probably do. So I decided, let me do an activity book. And the activity book is not a reading book, but it talks about the different things that the boys and girls do when they're outside engaging while wearing a mask, being safe outside. I decided to put crossword puzzles, word search, connect the dots, different things that the kids do if it's, you know, tag or uh, gaga jumping rope, riding a bike, all kinds of different things that they can engage. Hangman, they really enjoy that because they would just say, oh, well, I do that. Or how about, you know, I play soccer, I play football, I jump rope. You know, I get more engagement with the activity book than when I'm reading the, the reading book because I do read alouds too on Zoom and in person. Oh, you do? Oh, okay. So... Um, we're going to get that information from you so that we can put that uh, in the comment section because I know there's a lot of parents out there who have small children and I have five grandchildren. So, um, you know, I know there's a lot of parents who, you know, want books like this. You know, they want to have uh, some books that are engaging and then they want to have some books that teach the kids and, you know, teaching them to wear their mask and stuff like that, especially at the times that we're dealing with right now, I think that those books would be more appropriate for them um, than just, you know, their everyday academic books, you know, that they, yes. just, you know, yes, read. they're relevant. They're relevant to what exactly. we're dealing with right now. To the cause. Yes. And, you know, and teaching them some of the struggles that we're, we're going through right now, because most of the kids don't understand. Mm -hmm. They don't understand what's going on. They don't understand why we have to keep our masks on, why we have to, you know, wash our hands all the time or use the uh, solution, you know, the sanitizer. They don't understand all this stuff. And they think that, you know, um, that we can still, you know, go back to the times where, you know, you share toys and stuff like that. And, 
all those times are gone now. You adapt to different things. So I don't, I, I really, you know, my heart goes out to some of the teachers that are dealing with things right now because of the fact that, you know, what are they to do when one of the kids pick up a toy and, you know, you can't give it to the next kid until you wipe it down. It's like, really? But I mean, these are the times that we're living in and, and th those are things that we have to do to protect our kids. Yes. You know? Now, what about your third book? Uh, what yes. is that one about? Yes, my third book, uh, We Did It, My Buddy Arms and Me. My third book actually covers children ages five to 11, because I wanted the book to come out simultaneously when the vaccines were available for the youngsters, and it happened to come out at the same time. And I was so thankful for that. It's about the vaccine. It's about hygiene, as we were just talking about. It is about manners, because a lot of children don't even know anything about manners. Some of those things are at home, but they can be taught in books too, and they can be taught at school, but I agree. I was really excited that this one came out right before it, in November. And that's when the vaccines were available in November. Yeah. And it also talks about little careers that the boys and girls would like to do when they get older. And it's also continuing social distancing with their using their little buddy arms because our doctors and our scientists, they are our heroes. And I talk a little bit about that in the books too. And how the germs, you know, you gotta really, you know, use the hygiene, washing your hands and keeping yourself clean, keeping yourself neat, you know. Yeah. Well, that's like, how are uh, the teachers dealing with uh, the COVID situation in your, your school? Well, it's, it's difficult, you know, uh, not everybody's going to get vaccinated and not everybody wants to be vaccinated. And then the children, they don't really have a say so because they are minors. So I kind of feel bad for some of the children that are, they feel like they're left out because they're not vaccinated or what have you. Exactly. So the people are getting COVID and, you know, it, it's, it's just the new norm. I, I believe that, you know, it's here to stay. I don't know how to, you know. That's what I was saying. It, it, it's, have to learn to adapt to it. We, this is our new norm and we're just going to have to learn how to adapt with this, this virus is here or what happened. And I believe that, you know, people are going to be sinful, people are going to be reckless and people yeah. are going to be selfish. And a selfish comes in, you know, uh, we just have to just do the best we can for ourselves or what have you and make choices and try to make good choices as opposed to bad choices. I agree. I agree. So you told me what your books were about, but what, what made you start writing? Like, why did you all of a sudden decide, okay, I want to write books? Well, I always wanted to be an author, but I, I thought I was going to write a book about myself. <laughs> you know, and I still one day hopefully will do that or what have you. You know, the name of my book is I'm a Living Testimony, but God said it's not about you. It's about, you know, helping the children. And I said, well, Lord, I've been working with kids since I was 13. So what would you like me to do with the children? <laughs> well, the idea that he gave me to help the kids be safe, because at our school, we have a, a, a it's like a, the cheetah is the, the, the mascot. 
Right, but right. we have rules and it's called paws. And paws is the little cheetah's little paws, but P is for pride, A is for attitude, W is for wise choices, and S is for safety. And that's where I took off with, I'm going to help the children because my supervisor said we need the children to be safe. So it was such a great idea. I decided to write a story about something that we were actually doing. And the kids were so excited that Mrs. McGriff became a published author during the pandemic. That is so nice. So you, you, your first book came out in what year? My first book came came out last year, February of two thousand. So three books in less than and yes, in less than a year. They all came out in twenty one. November was the first one. May was the second one, and November was the third one. Wow! So that's why I say it's a series, and I thought that. The, the third one is the last one. If God yeah. says the last one, that's the last one of the series. If he wants me to write another one, I'll write another one. Because eventually, maybe we'll be able to take the mask off. Maybe we can do a celebration book. I don't know. Oh, that would be nice. Yes. We can, like, you know, for that time to come. Yes. But if not, if we have to wear masks to stay alive, then I'm going to wear my mask. I know. So do you think there's another book somewhere down the line in, in not, you know, just children's books, like yes. not just, you know, like a memoir or something like that. But um, is there any other things that you would like to at least one day write about? Yes, I'm glad you asked. Over the spring of this year, I want to start working on a book about my youngest son. And it's a special ceremony that we had for him. And it was called The Rite of Passage. And he turned 13, and it was an African American ceremony that we had. We were um, dressed up in all of our guests. We asked them to wear uh, African clothes, and we had about 70 people out on our, our property. So I would like to write an informational book about how to do a rite of passage, traditional or African ceremony for your 13 year old. So that's the next book that I would like to write. And that hopefully should come out sometime this year. But I have a lot of notes. I just haven't like got into it all together. Yeah, and I'll I'll do that because now that I've already started and I've worked with a company, so they'll be with these three books. So I figured I'll continue with that if it works. Now, do you go traditional or uh, self-publish? I self-publish for some of my readers. I mean, the uh, listeners out there. Yes, I self-published the books and everything. So that was uh, something that was a great accomplishment and everything. And that's a good thing. Now, you you mentioned that you, uh, well, you do have the children's books. Who does your illustrations? Do you do them? No, actually, the company that I go through, they do the illustrations and everything. I don't know how to color. <laughs> I don't know how to draw or whatever. Actually, one of the kids, when I did a reading last week at an after-school program, he thought that this was my family on here. And that's when I told him that, no, that's not my family. That's the illustrator did the pictures for me. But a lot of my, with the three books, the illustrator did all three of them. So we kind of had the same characters a little bit. Wow. But the kids wanted to be in the book. They wanted to, their names to be in the book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They made it but, very personal. But you know what? Being in the, in the uh, school with the children, I guess it does give you a lot of ideas of what to come up with uh, to actually put into a book. Yes. And I like the one that you said about the manners, you know, 
because there's so many children out here who um they don't have that that you know that guidance at home like to teach them some of them do most of them do but mm -hmm. then there's some that you know i guess the kids that go out there they're taught at home but then when they get out in public i don't know what happened <laughs> yeah they follow you the know, leader but I, I figured, yes i figured that's the way i taught our children or whatever like i said i have a 21 year old and a 13 year old and i think manners go a long way or whatever and it's something that should be taught at home and it should be you know just a part of your um you know upbringing and, and you stay with it or whatnot but yes well that's a good thing so i i like the fact that you are writing you know children's books i actually i've been writing a children's book for about i would say like maybe eight years now um it was one about my grandmother because it was called ada's rules and um and that was partially because of the manner thing you know mm -hmm. there's none out it, it just seemed like these kids some of these kids are so disrespectful and it's like some of the things that they get away with right now, we couldn't get away with when we no. were. <laughs> we couldn't get away with it. And, and you know, I wanted to put that book out there so that I can, you know, at least uh, tell what we went through, you know, because it just seemed like after a certain uh, age, the manners are gone. They, disres they disrespect their elders. Or we get we don't have yes ma'am no ma'am anymore it's it's just we we barely get a yes <laughs> we get yeah, a yes. please and thank you yes or, or yeah, please and thank, and we don't yeah, get yeah. that mm -hmm. so some of these books i i believe you know if you teach them early you hopefully stand a chance of them you know coming up the right way so i like the fact that you're doing it in the elementary school because that's where it starts. Yes. So I, yeah. I thank you for doing that. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, preschool, preschool to about, um, I say fourth grade, fifth grade. I mean, they can relate to it or whatever, but the, the reading level and stuff is really, I would say, uh, kindergarten to about uh, fourth or third grade. I would yeah, like. I believe so. I believe so. So what would you tell someone who is looking to write a children's book? Or a book for any, you know, for that matter, any book. What well, what advice would you give them? Well, I would, whatever they, you know, have on their heart to do, I, I would definitely uh, recommend them to do it. Even if they were just, you know, having a little journal or whatnot, you know, uh, keep up your dreams and, you know, dream big and pursue them or whatnot, because we only get one chance at this or whatnot. You know, so you mind's well, and, and then we're in the pandemic, and, and when the time when we had to shut down and everybody had to go in the house or whatever, you know, people had a lot of time on their hands, and then people started going on the computer and just utilizing whatever they had around their houses or whatnot. Just write, and even if it's not writing, you know, whatever you want to do, as long as it's something that, you know, that's not against the law, just exactly. do it. You know, because yeah. nothing's guaranteed. Nope. Nothing's guaranteed at all. Only thing is guaranteed is we're going to leave out of here. But while you're here, you want to try to, you know, have a purpose, you know, reach your destiny and, you know, 
try to leave a legacy. And that's what I say to my children. I say, you know, I want them to look back and say, you know, my mom and my dad, they did a really good job for us or whatnot. And, and you know, leave a legacy if they want to continue the small business or, you know, just like a Walt Disney, Eric Carroll, you know, all these other, you know, famous authors and stuff or whatever. You can, you can whatever, you, the sky's the limit, reach to the stars and never look back. That's right. Well, I, I always said, like, during that pandemic, that pandemic, you know, that shut-in was mm -hmm. the time for us to not dwell over what was going on at the time. That mm -hmm. was the time for us to start these small businesses. Yes. That was the time for us to start writing these books. Um, a time for us to just harp on something that we're passionate about and try to, you know, put our passion to some use. And I'm not always talking about like as far as money is concerned because money will eventually follow. But if you put your passion out there and start doing something that is worthwhile and, um, you know, like like what you did, write your books that's going to benefit some children. And now look, we came a little bit out of the pandemic and you're putting, you have your books in the school system. And I mean, and that's a legacy that is going to last till you're long gone. You know what I mean? It's like, come on now. So instead of us harping and, and dwelling over what, what is wrong, let's start mm -hmm. making do with what we can do to make things better and to, and to just, I don't know, just, just do something that's going to, going to benefit us and that's going to last. Mm -hmm. You know, it, I'm, I'm so tired of people, you know, uh, talking about the bad things about the pandemic and, you know, and, and, you know, God forbid, you know, we are losing a lot of our family and friends to this COVID thing, but let's get our vaccinations done. Let's wear our masks. Let's wash our hands. We have to do things that's going to prevent us from, you know, catching this virus because Absolutely. like you said, it's here. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's we can't stop living. Mm -hmm. We have to just do things that's going to prevent us from, you know, getting sick. Absolutely. We have to do until this thing, you know, passes over or get a little bit better. We have to we have to do what we have to do. And that's when I was saying that God has shared with me that people are going to be sinful. The sin has always been here. People are going to be selfish. And then people are going to be reckless. So when he told me the two S's and the R's, I decided that I, I can't worry about anybody. I got to do what he told me to do because he's my boss and I work for the Lord. And then my husband is very, very supportive. And my boys, uh, well, one is a young man, my young man and my, my teenager, they're very supportive and whatnot. And they already knew that mom was talking about wearing the mask, being, you know, make sure washing your hands they talk they say i talk about that all the time my husband says i'm a german phobic <laughs> well, i think i'm turning into one i wasn't before <laughs> but it seems like i'm turning into one too i but know I'm doing the, listen i don't know what this is but whatever it is i don't want to be a part of it me neither. <laughs> so, me neither. so i mean but i hear so many people they tell me all the time like you're hosting events, you're going to events, and you're doing this, and you're doing that. Listen, 
what's going to happen is going to happen. And you, you can't stop living. You just have to just put up. You, we, we, we've been at events ourselves. I've met you at an event. <laughs> I know. <laughs> With me last week. And, you know, but I met you before then, last year in New Jersey. Exactly. That's last where I met year. you. Yeah, and I signed up for I signed up for the oh it was that release event first yes yes then the arts and authors yes but yes. I didn't do that yet I'm going to do that this year but you I signed up right away and then um it the was co-op the network yes the co-op the network so yes. it's been what three events probably so far. Well, we gonna see each other a lot because listen, I'm gonna well, keep going. This business. Keeps going round and round. Yeah, now I, I'm in it. I'm in it. My small business is in it, and I enjoy it. And I like I told my husband, I he said, "You talking about your books?" I said, "Yes, books and merchandise." And That's it. You know, I have my little pillow right here because they I loved wanted, it. They wanted my pillow, so my cousin said, "Listen, if they want your pillow. You better get some pillow." Yeah. So now I have little pillows to go with the books because they, they my uncle he brought one already. I didn't even get him out the box good. <laughs> but that's what they want. He said he brought it for his wife. I said, okay, whatever you put up you want to do. Yeah, look, whatever works. <laughs> whatever works. Books and merchandise. That's yeah. what my uh, shine and sore. And my husband says, What does shine and sore have to do with books? Well, I kind of told him. I said, no. I'm shining for Jesus and the business will soar. That's yeah. why I named it because God gave me that name for my oh. RLC. That is so, and it's, it's the shape of a book and it has the stars and it has books and merchandise, Arthur Hazel McGriff. Nice. Now, what other items do you have other than pillows? Like as far as the merchandise? Well, that's new. I just got the pillows. I have t-shirts. I have masks. I have buttons, I have pencils, and that's about it for right now. Oh, I give out little stickers to the kids when I read to them. I have little custom oh. stickers, and I give them, they, oh, wow, you would think I gave them $5. Oh, they oh, I know. Excited. Yeah. <laughs> you, for little kids, especially the elementary kids, it's the little things that count. Yeah. <laughs> But the things that I buy for myself too, just you know, just my promotional thing, they want those things too. So I said, I, and I don't want to store. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. You, now, sometimes you have too much stuff. Uh, well, yeah. Well, you want to tell us a little bit about your shed? <laughs> my 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 shed. Your I don't shed. have it. My shed. Well, you, when I, that's on my wish list. That's your wish list. That's on my wish list that I would like Let's to get. Talk a little bit about it because I mean. Well, I was thinking about something similar, but like I said, I'm 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 comfortable. Well, my husband says I take up too many rooms in the house, but um, I well, mean, like what I, I want to get a shed. So, I, well, my house isn't really that big or whatever, but it's it's nice for us. But I want to put a shed out back, and I want to make it like my office Aww. space, and. I, I don't have to be sitting here and telling my family like shh or go around the other way. No, <laughs> I, earlier. I had a Zoom call and I was doing it in the kitchen this morning. Well, this afternoon, and my husband was like, "Can you please take that somewhere else? I can't even walk in the kitchen." <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's why I want to do a shed. And you know, Kim <laughs> Ken Finley, 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 yes, Finley, yes, she 
she's told me about the one that they have at their church and someone like insulated it for them and everything and, and got heat and air conditioning and stuff. So I'm gonna have my cousin do all this stuff for me after I already found it. I have it on the computer. I wanna oh, yeah. um get it after another hurdle I have and once I get that hurdle done, I'm look I'm trying to look somewhere in this summer. Well, I know where you can find one. Uh, my mother actually has one in her uh, backyard. And um, you're local, so I can show you, well, uh, give you the name of the place where she got hers. Oh, okay. Um, and it's huge. I mean, it's like a little house. I know. I, I, I'm going to get it from the Amish people. Oh, really? But listen, whatever works. Well, but whatever. I, I don't know. You let me know, too, so I can compare. I sure will because it's really nice. It looks like a little house, and I, I was like, wow, somebody can actually live in this little thing, and it, mm -hmm. it has a, a door, lock, window, mm -hmm. everything. Mm -hmm. I was like, wow, it's, it's it's actually beautiful. But um, I'll give you that information too when we okay uh, offline. Yes, yeah. and um, before I ask you uh. A couple of more questions. I just wanted to uh, find out from the listeners if there's anyone who have questions uh, and you know me, text it to me because I'm still having trouble finding out where everything is on online and I don't want too many gadgets open because it's messing with my, my internet uh, connection. So text it to me and I'll be able to answer your questions. And Hazel, I don't know how you can uh ask your listeners to do the same but if there's a question that you have that you can see let us know but i just wanted everybody to know that um if they stay to the end i'm going to let you know who the next uh guest is going to be on february 7th uh, because this is a bi-weekly show and we'll be featuring a new author or artist uh every uh second Monday or bi-weekly mm -hmm. bi on Monday at 7 p.m. And um, this show is aired like through several different platforms. It's YouTube, Anchor, Spotify, Google Play. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram and on Facebook. And, you know, if you all these links will be at the bottom of the video and also links where we can find Hazel McGriff's books and or her merchandise. So, uh, can I tell them my information, how they can get in contact with me? You can tell it right now. And okay. Yes. The comments. Okay. Yes. Okay. My books are on Amazon, but my website is ArthurMcGriff.MySpotify.com. And you can follow me on Instagram, which is pretty simple. It's Arthur McGriff. And my email address, if they would like to email me, they can email me at ArthurMcGriff at gmail.com. And I'm on Facebook. And that should be very easy because it's the name of my first book. is Young Buddy Arms by Hazel McGriff. And that is my business Facebook page for Facebook Young Buddy Arms by Hazel McGriff. Beautiful. That's how you can reach me. Beautiful. 
Now, Hazel, can you tell us what you have coming up next? Yes. Um, not only that I have the book coming up that I would like to write about my son, about the rite of passage for brown and black boys. I also want to write another children's book about future voters. Ooh. These would be our future voters. And I've started that, but I have so many different ideas and different things that I just have to do one book at a time. I don't want to just come out and just have all these different books and, and they're just, just a whole bunch of books. I just want to do everything in decency and in order. Yes. And I have another book because these are some things that I love. During the pandemic, I love gardening, but I had like plants in a house, but I started my own garden here at the house. And this was the first year, which was in 2000, then 2021, and then 2022. So I'm going to write a book about gardening. Wow. For little boys and girls, or just for people in general. Just, just for me, <laughs> because I do not have a green thumb. <laughs> yes, I, I have plants. <laughs> Yeah, I have I, I have a green thumb and I didn't I mean I knew I had a green thumb but I never did a garden before and our house sits on a half an acre so we have a lot of land. Wow. Not, but I just wanna keep it like small. But it got right. bigger and bigger and my husband he wanted me to do watermelons and I just, you know, enjoyed our garden and the kids they helped me, the guys they helped me set it up and everything and, and the this past year made my second year and this summer would be my third year. So yeah. since I'm doing all this, I'm going to definitely write a book about gardening. Well, that's a good thing because I'm looking at uh, these supermarkets and I'm looking on these shelves and I'm like, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> where's the food? That's I right. don't get what's going on, but yeah. I'm and at the point where we need to start growing our own food. Well, we enjoyed ours for Thanksgiving. And matter of fact, I should. Well, I don't want to leave the podcast. I bring. I had. I'm, they're cucumbers. I grew a lot of cucumbers. I'm actually making pickles. They're now, in my. Now, do it in the house. I, I, well, they're in the jars. They're in. It's in my windows. Yeah, I'm pickle. I'm making pickles. And cucumbers. In a jar. The mason jars. Yes. Get out of here. have to write a book about that because or do like um a uh YouTube video or something like a DIY uh video cuz I will watch it because I would never think to put it in a jar and grow it in a jar. No, I didn't grow it in a jar. I no. grew it in a garden and I'm the cucumber is turned into a pickle because it has to stay. Oh, I'm asking you how you grow it in the. Oh, I grow it outside. You grow it outside. Oh, I yeah, thought you I, I, You know what? Indoors. I Wait, I do. I have a little growing lamp. I start put my little seeds and everything. I, I do that downstairs. Yeah, that's what I, I was. Yeah, about. you can do. You can start. You can start things in the house, and then you take them outside when they get bigger. That's amazing. Get, the, the ground has to be warm. It has to be like in the spring. Yeah. But yeah, I have a greenhouse and everything too. See, yeah, I love that. That's interesting mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. I would watch that and I would, I would, I would try it. <laughs> but um, I think it would be difficult. Well, that's where I got some of my ideas from. You know, like you said, YouTube. 
I watched, there was like a, a tire. I brought home a tire. My husband said, what are you doing with that tire? I said, I'm about to plant some stuff in the tire. I painted See, it blue. That kind of stuff I would never think to do. It's a flower pot. Oh, I brought wonderful tomatoes and stuff right out of the tire. What? Yeah, it's, just, it's I call it my son's, uh, well, it's the color of his school, the school color. I don't really have a name for it, but I started watermelons and then little animals be careful because the little animals like my little rabbits and stuff they eat up stuff so i have to put like yeah. fencing around yeah so i think that will be kind of kind of difficult especially uh but my, you know what my my husband i think that would be something that he would like to do i wouldn't i would it's very relaxing i believe his his uncle or um i, I think it was his uncle that had a garden before and i think that's where he first saw mm -hmm. things being done with the garden but uh my grandfather had one too but i never really paid attention to it i think i was too young or something but i i never thought to have an interest in it but i would like to you know start something now because of the fact of what we're going through with the pandemic and and you know covid and all because these shelves, man, are really bare. When you go to the supermarket, it's like, really? Mm -hmm. And plus, it'll be healthier. And Absolutely. I'm to, you know, once you reach a certain age, you want to make sure that you're eating healthier and stuff like that. And we don't need all that meat and stuff. But, you know, I would like to do it now more than anything because of the times that we're in. Times that we're in. And, and my age, of course. Mm -hmm. so, well, my neighbors, they have gardens, too. They they have gardens. I, that's on great. Both sides. On both sides of you? Both sides. My well, garden maybe, is more maybe I'll talk it over with my husband and see if he'll try to do it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> try to do it with me or something. Yeah, but, you know, I'll kill it. Huh? It's educational. You know? It is. It really now, is. The name of my book is going to be called How Seeds Grow. But you have to be careful. Someone else has a book out there that says the same thing, so I have to change the name of my book. Well, you can keep the same name, but change the subtitle. Oh, okay. Well, that's well. my pop-pop gave me that name, How Seeds Grow. Yeah, so you, can, yep, you could just change the subtitle and uh, use the same name. Oh, okay. All right, see, that's something I didn't know. But at least no one had the names of my books, Young Buddy Arms. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is an original name. And the kids, they love it because they just, my buddy arms, my buddy arms, they, you know, they, they dance and stuff, but they understand, you know, they understand the social distance that they have to keep their little space and protect the kids and stuff. Or they go and teaches them. And yeah, they call this Whatever you can do that make them learn. Absolutely. Absolutely. You have to do it. And the teachers, they board the books and stuff, some of the teachers, and they read the books to the kids. And I donated books to the library. That's another thing that I have done. I'm about to send a book over to the hospital, to Shriners, Shriners Hospital. I called them today, and they were so happy. They said, you thought about us. And I'm just donating the the brand new book. And she said, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, she said that once the book comes, they'll you know have it there with the children and if the parents want to buy it that's another way of promoting your product and stuff you have to sometimes do a donation or whatnot or, or you know do a reading 
or what yeah. have you. And then even they can get them on Kindle because they have them on Amazon where they can, you know, buy it that way too. Yeah, because I was going to ask you, have you gone around to some of the other elementary schools to see if uh, if you can have some books donated to their schools or something like that? Have you tried to do something like that? Um, I've done that with the schools that where I work at or what have you. And then my uh, my superintendent, he bought some books and he donated, but I donated to the building that I work in and also the local libraries where I live at. I've done that. Nice. Yes. That's good. So we have a comment from Lita Goodwin. Yeah, that's my spiritual sister. <laughs> she said, congratulations to my gem sister, Hazel McGriff. Happy first anniversary of your author journey. Yeah. Oh, oh, my Lita. She's one of my sisters from my church. There's four of us. And she's that's why she said gem, because yeah. I'm Ruby and she's pink diamond. And we have diamond and we have sapphire and we're all four faithful gems at our church that we fellowship at in spring house that is so nice that is nice well you do you have any uh last words for us do you have anything that you want to tell our listeners well i am so happy that you again this wonderful platform and opportunity. I'm glad that the viewers and listeners are out there listening to Arthur McGriff. I wasn't always an author. First of all, um, I am. I'm a daughter. I'm a I'm a daughter, and I am a niece. Um, I'm a granddaughter. I'm a cousin. Uh, you know, I'm a mentor. I'm a wife. Now I'm a mother, and I am you know, whatever God calls me to be. My other name is Helpful Hazel because I'm always helping someone or whatever. I've been doing it all my life or whatever. And now something that I've always wanted to do was to write a book. And he laid that in my heart. And I just, you know, said, okay, I'm going to do this, God. I'm going to step out on faith. Because they was like, how did you do that? And I was like, God. And people were like, who is God? <laughs> and that's another way of witnessing because people don't know anything about God or what have you. So um, they said, well, wow, you must be pretty awesome because you wrote three books in one year. Maybe like, that could be your next book. <laughs> yes. To teach some of these people that don't know what God, who God is. I know, maybe, I know. Maybe, maybe you need to write, not only write books for uh you know, children in the elementary school, maybe you need to write one for some of these elders. You know. Well, I said, you can try Christ. I said, he's free. And, and, and you know, God is, is awesome. And I, like I said, I work at the elementary school, but I really work for the Lord or what have you. Right. He just asked me there uh, doing an assignment. And, uh, you know, there's four seasons or what have you. And Right now we're in the winter season and I'm there until my season changes. So I, I this is just what I do. Yeah. Uh, so I like I said, I am so happy that the listeners are out there listening to um Arthur McGriff. I mean I say Arthur McGriff, but I I'm Hazel McGriff is my name. In school I'm learning 
Now, Mrs. McGriff, but <laughs> yes, yeah, we well, wear many hats and everything. Oh, but. yeah, definitely many hats. But one thing I can say if it wasn't for God, we wouldn't have these smiles on our faces right now. I know so that's we, right. Ob <laughs> we yeah. obviously know who He is, yes, so, yeah, you know, yeah. that's why I can keep a smile on my face because mm -hmm. you know, if it wasn't for Him, half you know, half of the things that we're going through, it would be a lot worse. That's right. See, he gave us mercy, and that's why you know the vaccine or what have you, because we were all like waiting for, you know, what's going to happen, what's going to happen now that he gave the vaccine to our our land or what have you, for the people, and then for some people just to turn it. But that's sin. So you know, that's people can make choices and stuff, and that's their choice yeah. to 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 take the vaccine and not take the vaccine. I know one thing, people take other things we're not even gonna talk about what people take I know. <laughs> but you know that's 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 i know i was thinking about the same thing some things that they're asking us i mean we've taken a lot worse it's like why not get it you know we've taken taken things a lot worse than what we what a vaccine mm -hmm. you know and if half of our family have gotten it i mean what the heck listen I'm going to get it, uh, you know, well, now we're waiting on a booster because we mm -hmm. already got the two shots. Mm -hmm. so we're waiting on a booster. And I mean, if this, you know, we spoke to some doctors and they, they were all telling us, you know, to just go ahead and get it. So, I mean, we're, we're definitely going to, going to be protected. It's mm -hmm. better than sorry. That's Absolutely. all I'm going to get it. Yeah. So, they said you're fully vaccinated or whatnot, but you know what? We're fully vaccinated, but you still have to wear your mask. They didn't say stop wearing your mask. Even if they true. tell me stop wearing mask, let me stop wearing a mask when I'll stop yeah. wearing mask. God told me yeah. stop wearing mask. I don't care what the people exactly. do. Exactly. We're still going to wear yours regardless. You know, we've had too many family members. You know, my husband's sister just passed because of COVID. Mm -hmm. and, you know, we just got to, you know, and she didn't, I, I don't believe she believed in and getting the shot so she never got them at all mm -hmm. and um you know i just you know think that we should be mindful and we should definitely get the shot if it if they have it out there it's just like any other booster or any yes. other so the vaccine shot or whatever yes. just get it mm -hmm. just get it if that's you know how we look at it and then my yeah. husband like make sure you wear your mask all the time and that's right because we have to we have to be careful everything we do we just have to be careful yes. so i can't wait until you write that other book so i because i want to read looking, that too. yeah i'm looking forward to you know uh moving from my series and moving to because once you write a book you have to keep writing you have to that's keep what writing someone told me and I didn't yes, know what that meant. I was so excited about my first book. I said, I'm a published author. I am a published author. And I was, like, I was just going to stay with my first yes. book. My so, first children's book. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, with my Book Builders Academy, because um, that's what I launched uh, during the pandemic of 2020, um, where we help people write and publish their books. And um, now I'm teaching people how to leverage their books. So, because you don't write a book just to have a book, mm -hmm. you have a book to create that merchandise that you have in the back 
yes. or to have those speaking engagements yes. or something like that. So you write a book to take you to that next level or to increase your business or something mm -hmm. like that. So that's what we teach, like, you know, with the Book Builders Academy and, um, you know, to further us. So you don't just write one book. You you write multiple books and you and you just keep expanding on on things from those books. Mm -hmm. Just see where it takes you. That's right. Because I that's like you said, shine and soar. I'm going to keep on doing this thing while he told me to do it while I'm down here in the land and the living. Because when I check out, this is going to be over. But they're going to say, you know what? She was she was something, but she was down here. Yeah, hey, she she was moving, and she just and she just had an energy and just you know hazel actually is a tree. Yeah, uh huh. By the yeah. living waters, you it's know the waters it, it just it's just she's growing and growing and strong and the roots is down yeah. in the ground and that's, and that's they say where you get the energy from God God yeah. give me energy. Well, I know that I tell somebody how old they like, no, you're not. No, you're not. You're not that age. That's not your age. What? <laughs> Even my son, when I had my 50th birthday a couple years ago, he was like, what are you having a birthday party for? I was like, your yeah, mom, turn to 50. Uh, my kids didn't believe me. Well, kids did not know. The youngest doesn't really know. My 17-year-old, she didn't know that I was 50 or whatever, but you know, it, it doesn't feel like it. I don't feel like I'm 50. Hey, age is just a number. It is. It is. That's the way I look at it. And and but when I when I walk down the street with them now, they're looking at me like, are they your sisters? I'm like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, you give me a compliment. <laughs> and my husband's like, okay, don't let it go to your head. I'll be like, no, no, no. <laughs> But I but, couldn't lie anymore. Once I got to a certain age, it was like, okay, Kim, uh, you can't be 29 forever. Your girls are, are past you. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, but I I I just love everything that you're doing. And um, the children's books, I, I have to get a couple because I want to give them to my grandkids. Oh, so um, I know, right? So you you have grandkids. Oh my I god, that's like so awesome. Oh yeah, I got five. What? Oh my gosh. Oh, you, you, definitely, you definitely can get a bundle of these. You can, well, <laughs> but this, this, this one here, everybody wants their own book, like if they're in one household, because it's their own activity book. Oh yeah, that's so true. Yeah, that's the one. So I have but the read uh, the reading books and stuff. If they're in the same household, you know. Sometimes okay. they get their own book or whatever, but it can really be in a well, single. I'll get three sets of each. How's that? Oh, that is that cool. Yeah. I mean, not three sets, but two sets of each. I kind of, I can get each one of them three. Mm-hmm, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. So yeah. keep on watch out for that because okay. I have the, uh, links, and I'll make sure that I get those. And that okay. way, uh, Brittany and Brianna can have those in their households. Oh, Brittany and Brianna, I love those names. Okay, Brittany, Brianna and Gianna. Gianna, oh wow, girl. Oh, so you have how many grands? Five and it's three daughters and two, uh, three daughters and five grandkids. So, by my oldest daughter, um, I have three, three okay. grandsons, and then from my middle child, I have two grandkids. 
Okay. Oh, wow. And, uh, a boy and a girl. And then I have my 17-year-old. So, mm-hmm. But, yeah. So, they're all in their own household, so I have to get two sets. Okay. Oh. I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, let's go here and get ready to go to college and stuff. Oh, yeah. That's coming up in August for Gianna. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, I'm not ready. Oh. Because I'm going to go through separation anxiety again. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. It, it is, is what it is. is. This has been so awesome. I've never had a uh, talk show like this before. What? What? <laughs> it's just so nice. You just said something. Oh, no, Linda didn't. Linda said I got a full house. House full. Oh, no. Oh, she's high. Oh, no. I have my grandkids. Uh, my husband and I, we have our grandkids uh, every other Friday night. And we try to do a different activity with them uh, every other Friday. And um, I love to see them come. But I love to see them go home, too. <laughs> because whoo, when all five of them get together, it's just like they like to... I don't know. They like to test each other. Mm-hmm. And you know how that is because of kids. They like to test each other. Oh, no, Linda didn't. <laughs> she said I can move in when Gigi moves out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gina loved that. <laughs> He'll be like, uh-uh, Linda, you got to go. Don't you have a home? No, but no, but I love my Linda. But, um, I just, I love the fact that you're doing this. I can't wait. I, I, I don't know if I'll ever come out with a children's book, but I can continue to enjoy your children's book. I have Zoe Miller, uh, Zoe Duran Miller. He uh, has children's books, so I can enjoy the children's books while I can uh, get them. And let's see here. So next week, we have uh, Rick Watson coming on. He's an author. He's a playwright. He's a producer. And um, I actually just went to uh, one of his plays that he had uh, over the summer. And um, I can't wait to hear his story because um, I read a little bit about it. And um, I really can't wait to hear his story. So make sure if you all are listening, that you uh, tune in on the 7th, February 7th at 7 p.m. because he has a story. And I'm not trying to give anything away right now, but he has a story. But Hazel Madrid, I appreciate you coming on and sharing your story with us. And... um, is there any final words that you would like to give everyone before we say goodbye? I just wanted to say everybody needs to be safe. Make sure you wear your mask. Make sure you wash your hands. Make sure you say please and thank you. Those are a couple of little things I have in the books for the children, but it also goes for the adults too. Thank you so much Definitely for listening. Thank you so much for hosting me, Kimberly. It was super kind. 
such a wonderful, wonderful, relaxing. I, I was so excited. I, and I, I'm going to talk about my hair. I was like, my hair appointment is tomorrow. Yes, but I was like, oh, gosh, I got to work with this little yes, hair. Beautiful. 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 Everybody, thank you so much. And it's going to be on YouTube, right? So, yes, it is. And I'm going to make sure that I get my mom to look at it because I don't know if she got a chance to see it live. I, yes. I know my mother didn't see it live, but I will have a chance to uh, show her tomorrow morning. Yes. But I, I, I get it. And I'm just so glad to have you and keep up the great work. Thank you. And, uh, I will definitely have your links at the bottom of the page so that someone else can enjoy your fabulous work as well. All yeah. right. But all right. I thank you so much. Thank you all for tuning in and staying until the very end. And we'll see you all on the 7th. Have a great yes. night. Okay.